Bitcoin game theory in full effect. Let's get it in today's show. Bitcoin traders say the Bitcoin price will soon break beyond the 31,000 yearly highs. And breaking news just then, $4.5 trillion asset manager Fidelity officially refiles for a spot Bitcoin ETF. Let's go. Also breaking news, the UK passes a bill into law recognizing Bitcoin and crypto as regulated financial activity. And more breaking news, government of Georgia and Tether have partnered to make Georgia a global powerhouse in Bitcoin. And quoting Samson Mao, assuming a constant Bitcoin price of 30000 MicroStrategy buying $1.3 billion a year, and Tether buying $900 million a year. In 2023, the two entities absorb a combined 22.7% of the annual supply. In 2024, 32% of the supply. And by 2025, 45.5% of the supply. There is not much Bitcoin left. Act accordingly. And quoting Max Kaiser, if humans can't and won't reproduce, we will die out. Bitcoin will continue, however. We need Bitcoin. Bitcoin doesn't need us. Also in today's show, Coinbase seeks dismissal of the SEC lawsuit claiming extraordinary abuse of process, as well as Slovakian Parliament votes to approve lower crypto taxes, as well as North Carolina House passes the bill to commission study on holding Bitcoin. Also, we'll be discussing Bitcoin to explode by up to 1400% amid institutional interest, says crypto analyst Mikhail Vende Pop. I'll be breaking down his timeline and quoting Cameron Winklevoss, the great accumulation of Bitcoin has begun. Anyone watching the flurry of ETF filings understands the window to purchase pre-IPO Bitcoin before ETFs go live and open the floodgates is closing fast. If Bitcoin was the most obvious and best investment of the previous decade, this will likely be the most obvious and best trade of this decade. Also be breaking down the $500,000 Bitcoin price prediction by the Winklevoss twins, as well as how they came up with this math in the first place. We'll also be taking a look at the overall crypto market. All this plus so much more in today's show. Hey, what's good, crypto fam? This is first and foremost, a video show. So if you want the full premium experience, visit our YouTube channel at CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Again, that's CryptoNewsAlerts.net. And welcome to everyone just tuning in. This is pod episode number 1327. I'm your host, JV, and today is June 29th, 2023. And the market is back in the green. As you can see on your screen, Bitcoin up 1.4% for the day, trading above 30,500. Let's go. We have Ether up 1% trading at $1,850. Some of the top gainers being Solana and VET and checking out coinmarketcap.com. The current crypto market cap sitting just above $1.18 trillion with about $30 billion in volume in the past 24 hours, meaning the volume is down about 9% with Bitcoin dominance on the rise at 50.4% with the Ether dominance steady at 19%. And checking out the top 100 crypto gainers in the past 24 hours, Compound leading the pack up a whopping 29% trading above 51 bucks, followed by Synthetics up 15% trading at $2.25, followed by Solana up 11% trading at $17.71 and checking out the top 100 crypto gainers for the past week. Interesting, FTT, the scam coin created by FTX and Scam Bankman Freed is up 33% for the day, probably due to the recent news of FTX allegedly recovering $7 billion worth of investor funds. And you also have Comp up 28% for the week and SNX up 16%. And checking out the Crypto Greed and Fear Index, we're currently rated a 54 neutral. Yesterday a 62, last 
week a 65, and last month a 51, which is neutral. Welcome, y'all. How many of you are pretty bullish on the King Crypto? Let me know. If you feel Bitcoin is likely to surpass the current yearly highs of roughly 31,000, put a one in the live chat right down below. And at the end of the show, I'll be reading everyone's comments out loud. Now let's dive into today's Bitcoin technical analysis, shall we? Bitcoin aborted fresh attempt to reach 31,000 on June 29th while traders waited for the bulls to succeed. Here you're looking at the Bitcoin one hour candle chart. Data from Cointelegraph Markets Pro and Trading View showed Bitcoin price action, refusing to leave it short time frame trading range now caught between 30 and 31,000 and precisely at the time of this recording 30,500 quoting cryptocon it is very likely that bitcoin will reach the N28CT target of 34.5 in the next push higher. My model has nailed every prediction since its creation, the bottom in November of 2022, and the best cycle buying prices in the green year. Time to accumulate is coming to an end. So stack them stats on the low while you still can, if you know what I mean. And quoting Jelle, Bitcoin's 2020 fractal is in play, up only from here. If we keep following it, I am ready. How many of you are ready? Holla at your boy. And quoting uh, crypto analyst Rekap, Capital. Bitcoin is positioning itself for a monthly close above the resistance that had rejected the price for the past three months. And now Bitcoin is holding comfortably above that same level, which you can see in this chart in the black. Now reacting CryptoCon described Bitcoin as primed to launch into the resistance zone and quitting crypto analyst Mikhail Van de Pop. Bitcoin looks good, but the altcoins are moving in tandem too. Now this week, be prepared. The week's major macroeconomic data releases still lay ahead with Jay Powell, the chair of the U.S. Fed set to deliver a second day of commentary on economic policy on June 30th, which is tomorrow, which remained the key release date. Now, personal PCE figures, the preferred inflation measurement tool for Powell, were tipped to be in the volatility catalyst for risk assets. Quoting Tom Dunleavy, big options expiration date for both ETH and Bitcoin tomorrow. ETH, 2 billion notional, and Bitcoin, 5 billion notional. If these are rolled into more calls, we should see spot buying from dealers to head their books and put opposite story either way expect some volume so there you have it and this is major news which was just shared uh this afternoon right before i went live four and a half trillion dollar asset management giant fidelity officially refiles for a spot bitcoin etf and refiling it in a similar way to blackrock and arc invest as i covered in great detail in yesterday's show as the race for a spot bitcoin etf in the united states continues also in the uk Major news, passing a bill into recognizing Bitcoin and crypto as regulated financial activity where all my people in the UK make some noise in the live chat. We also have the government of Georgia and Tether partnering to make Georgia a global powerhouse in Bitcoin. Now, I want you to let these numbers sink in. Quoting Samson Mao, assuming a constant Bitcoin price of just 30,000, MicroStrategy buying 1.3 billion a year and Tether buying 900 million a year. In 2023, the two entities absorb a combined 22.7% four percent of the annual supply meaning in 2024 the year of the having that's 32 percent of the supply and by 2025 that's 45 and a half percent of the supply there is not much bitcoin left so act accordingly that's right we have a very limited number of bitcoin and massive demand coming from the institutions right now and i love this quote by max if humans can't and won't reproduce we will die out but bitcoin will continue however we need bitcoin and bitcoin doesn't need us and another one of my favorite quotes from max kaiser is bitcoin is god 
hacking humanity. I truly believe that. Now, let's break down the latest of what's happening between Coinbase and the SEC lawsuit as they just filed a motion for dismissal. And let's see how this is likely to play out. In the ongoing legal battle between Coinbase and the U.S. SEC, the American Crypto Exchange has filed a motion to dismiss the SEC's complaint in a legal document filed just today, June 29th, with the U.S. District Court of the Southern District in New York. Coinbase raised concerns about the SEC's interpretation of security laws, suggesting the agency was reaching beyond its legal authority. This move underscores Coinbase's determination to challenge the SEC lawsuit. The motion to dismiss argues that even if all the allegations in the lawsuit are true, the plaintiffs does not have a valid legal claim. Coinbase's legal team stated in the filing, quoting them here, even if the SEC were correct that the assets and services it identifies are within the scope of its existing regulatory authority, this legal action must be dismissed on independent grounds that it violates Coinbase's due process rights and constitutes an extraordinary abuse of process. Now, the SEC lawsuit alleged that Coinbase facilitated unregistered trading and 12 digital tokens that they deem as unregistered securities. The company has contested this claim and argued that the SEC was applying security laws to certain digital tokens in ways that significantly deviate from existing legal frameworks. Now, their chief legal officer of Coinbase tweeted on June 29th saying that the SEC's claims go far beyond the existing law and should therefore be dismissed. Let me know if you feel that the SEC is likely to dismiss this case. The SEC's uh, definition of security includes investment contracts, which have been interpreted by the Supreme Court and the Howey test to include transactions where individuals invest money in a common enterprise and expect profits primarily from the efforts of others. In its suit, the SEC named 12 crypto tokens as securities, which include as Solana, Cardano, Polygon slash Matic, The Sandbox, The Flow, ICP, Near Protocol, and Dash. The exchange's lawyer further argued that in 2021, the SEC declared Coinbase's registration statement with the commission effective, thereby permitting the company to sell its shares to investors when it went public. The approval followed an extensive review process that spanned several months and involved in-depth discussions with Coinbase. This allowed Coinbase to trade more than 240 tokens on its spot exchange, including six of the 12 tokens now under dispute. So there you have it. How do you feel this is likely to play out? for Coinbase as the mass, uh, you know, overreaching of the government SEC continues. We shall see. And do you think we'll any, finally get any clarity anytime soon from no Claire Gare, <laughs> Gary Gensler, the chairman of the SEC? Let me know your honest thoughts. And now let's discuss the latest of what's happening in Slovakia with crypto taxes. Might be another crypto haven for you to relocate to. Member of Slovakia's National Council of the Slavic Republic, the country's parliament, have voted to approve lower crypto taxes along with additional measures affecting cryptocurrency holders. That's what's up. Let's go. June 28th, the National Council voted to approve an amendment that will reduce personal income tax on profits gained from the sale of cryptos held by the user for at least one year. There's more reason to hodl, right? The taxes will be lowered to 7%, which is a significant decrease from the current taxation sliding scale of either 19 or 25%. Yeah, that's a factor for the 3 to 4x. Payments received in crypto up to 2,400 euros will not be taxed. And in addition, the bill excludes crypto from a health insurance contribution of 14%. And according to a report from the local 
Slovakian media outlet, the Ministry of Finance anticipates a financial impact from the amendment to be around 30 million euros per year. This amendment comes a few weeks after the parliament passed another amendment to the constitution, which codified the citizens' right to use cash as a payment method in light to of talk around a digital euro. Now, Slovakia is one of the 27 member states of the European Union, which has been proactively monitoring developments in the crypto industry throughout the region. And on May 31st, the EU signed its landmark markets and crypto assets regulations into law. The set of regulations was created to make Europe a hub for digital asset activity. Now, MICA first appeared in 2020 and has been praised by companies in the space for providing regulatory clarity. This is in contrast to the situation in other markets, such as here in the United States, which has yet to implement comprehensive guidelines for the industry. U.S. Republican lawmakers passed the law, proposed a digital asset market structure bill, which is currently under review for its potential impact of the industry. And on June 29th, which is today, a commissioner at the U.S. SEC, Hester Pierce, appeared remotely at Australian Blockchain Week and reminded regulators that crypto law shouldn't assume everything is a financial asset. So there we have it again as the Bitcoin game theory continues around the world in full effect. Which country do you feel is likely to adopt Bitcoin next as a legal tender? Let me know in the comments right down below. Now let's discuss this latest Bitcoin study in North Carolina currently going on and shout out to all my hodlers here in the United States. A bill that would see North Carolina's Department of State Treasurer study the feasibility and benefits of the state holding Bitcoin has passed the lower house of the General Assembly. Let's go. On June 28th, the North Carolina House of Representatives passed a bill which would commission a $50,000 study to examine acquiring, securely storing, insuring, and liquidating both gold bullion and virtual currency such as the king, Bitcoin, the study would investigate what impact gold and cryptocurrency holdings would have if North Carolina held a part of its funds in crypto and gold. And specifically, it would research if such holdings would hedge against inflation and systemic credit risks. And if gold and crypto could reduce the volatility, increasing the state's portfolio returns. This is massive news. The bill moles potentially creating a state administered depository for crypto that would see the North Carolina as the custodian of the digital asset holdings. The study would, however, examine the cost and benefits of using a privately managed depository or another state's depository. The 120 member house passed the bill with 73 votes voting in favor and only 40 against and seven absent. That's what's up. The bill must pass the Senate before it's either signed into law or vetoed by Governor Roy Cooper. So come on, Roy Cooper, better do the right thing. On May 3rd, North Carolina's House unanimously passed the bill that would prohibit payments to the state using a central bank digital currency, CBDC. The bill stipulated that United States Fed would also be barred from using North Carolina to test any future pilot CBDC. That's what's up. Massive shout out to the governors and, you know, the politicians out there in North Carolina. It's good to see this. The day before, on May 2nd, a one-year moratorium of crypto mining was passed by the Board of Commissioners for Buncombe County of North Carolina. So there we have it. And again, Bitcoin game theory in full effect, just another prime example. Now, let's discuss this prediction of Bitcoin 15xing from here. According to top crypto analyst, Mikhail Vanepop, he also shares his timeline. Then we'll get into the latest interview and prediction from the Winklevoss twins and them and the math of how they came up with a $500,000 price prediction and not just some pie in the sky, 
but the logic behind why the Bitcoin price will eventually smash that half a million dollar milestone and then we'll dive into our live Q&A. So let's discuss it. Crypto analyst Mikhail Benet-Pop is expressing bullish uh, sentiment on Bitcoin amid growing interest from institutional investors as the institutional FOMO, like a mofo, continues. Benet-Pop tells his 160,000 YouTube subs the Bitcoin could rally by up to 15x in the run-up to the happening, And for several months after, quitting him here, we are most likely going to have a cycle that's comparable to 2015 to 2017, which had also had a phase where a big group of people were jumping into the market and this time it's the next flow, which is institutional investors, more retail coming in and more governments jumping in. It is very likely we're going to have that in this cycle. We just gradually go up in terms of adoption, in terms of price growth, through which an expectation of Bitcoin to do a 10x or maybe a 15x is not strange to expect in this cycle, especially since the market cap of crypto is around $1.2 trillion at the time of this recording. And according to the analysts, crypto assets are likely to mimic the dot-com stock market market bubble of the late 1990s, quoting him again, the dot-com bubble was approximately 10 to $15 trillion, which also collapsed afterward as the price and hype always starts to accelerate, which inevitably will happen to crypto too. You can assume that this cycle will bring crypto to between 10 to $20 trillion and peak from there. That's 10 to 20x, just FYI, and then have this slow gradual adoption taking place in slower cycles afterwards. And over the short term, the crypto trader says that if Bitcoin were to undergo a correction, the pivot point would be around $42,000. Quoting him again, the next target is breaking these highs around 40000 and getting it towards 50000 in the next round pre-having. That is still a very likely case. It is also still a very likely case that the altcoins can continue pushing. But for this run, given that we are at this point, just above 30000 it's still up for debate whether we're going to have a correction taking place. But I am marking 42000 as the potential end of the run for this current rally a bit Bitcoin. So there you have it. Let me know if you agree or disagree with crypto analysts. And to watch this video he did entitled Bitcoin Bull Market, Where to Buy the Dip, check the show notes below the video in the description. And I just want to share another prediction, this one coming from Bo, uh, Joe Burnett. He says, it is possible that Bitcoin only becomes digital gold, which would take Bitcoin to $500,000, which is right in alignment with the Winklevoss twins' prediction. But he also says, now hear me out, it's also possible that the Bitcoin remarkable discovery of absolute scarcity is an unprecedented economic phenomenon that will create rapid global abundance amidst accelerated tech advances. We're talking $10 million plus per BTC. We'll send it and let's freaking go. Now for the latest from the Winklevoss twins, we got Cameron and Tyler Winklevoss, who are the founders of the Gemini Crypto Exchange. Here's the latest uh, tweet in which uh, Cameron shared, the great accumulation of Bitcoin has begun. Amen. Anyone watching the flurry of ETF filings understands the window to purchase pre-IPO Bitcoin before ETFs go live and open the floodgates is closing fast. If Bitcoin was the most obvious and best investment of the previous decade, this will likely be the most obvious and best trade of this decade. Let me know if you agree or disagree with Cameron Winklevoss. They were just recently interviewed and asked some really good questions. So I'm going to be sharing some of those highlights along with the math of how they came to a $500,000 Bitcoin price prediction. And welcome to each and every one of you just tuning in to today's live show. So check it out. They were asked, what was Bitcoin's price then and what platform did you use to buy it? And they talk about, we bought our first Bitcoin at under $10. What a time. At that time, it was a combo of using over-the-counter 
brokers and also buying on Mt. Gox, which was at that time the largest exchange. Now, another good question. You once said the Bitcoin was the trade of the decade. Do you still believe that now? And Cameron responded, it is still going to be the best investment of this decade. Bitcoin is similar to a honey badger. Whatever does not kill it makes it stronger. And it has been through a lot. I think he makes a great uh, point there. And then uh, Tyler goes on to share a bull case for Bitcoin is that it will disrupt gold. And if you do the math on 21 million and the supply of Bitcoin, the market cap of gold, let us say it's 10 trillion, maybe it's 11 trillion, somewhere in that ballpark. That puts one Bitcoin if it disrupts gold and gets that market cap at 500 thousand dollars. Now here's specifically the math in their infamous case for the five hundred thousand dollar Bitcoin, quoting them precisely right here. And I'll also include this in the show notes below the video in the description so you can reference it and check it out for yourself. It's a very detailed and lengthy report, but also very good at the same time. Bitcoin has already made significant ground on gold, going from white paper to over two hundred billion in market cap in under a decade. And in fact today we're closer to six hundred billion, just FYI. He also says at this time the market cap of the above ground gold is conservatively $9 trillion. If we are right about using a gold framework to value Bitcoin and Bitcoin continues on its path, then the bull case scenario for Bitcoin is that it is undervalued by a multiple of 45. Said differently, the price of Bitcoin could appreciate 45x from where it is today, which means we would see a price of $500,000 per Bitcoin. Send it. Let's freaking go. But wait, they're not done. They continue. All of this does not factor in the possibility of Bitcoin displacing some portion of the $11.7 trillion of fiat foreign exchange reserves held by the governments. Foreshadowing this, at least one publicly traded U.S. corporation has begun holding Bitcoin as a treasury reserve asset, referring to MicroStrategy, the first publicly traded company to put Bitcoin on its balance sheet. And they continue, if central banks start to diversify their foreign fiat holdings even partially into Bitcoin, say just 10%, then 45x gets revised upwards towards 55x or $600,000 per Bitcoin and so forth. So there you have it. What are your thoughts surrounding this prediction by the Winklevoss twins and their case for a $500,000 Bitcoin? Let me know in the comments right down below. And don't forget to check out CryptoNewsAlerts.net for the full premium experience with video and to participate in the live Q&A. And I look forward to seeing you on tomorrow's episode.